not meant to be moved. Ever. You're supposed to sit in this chair. You're supposed to park this chair. And you just never pick it up again. Yeah, it's brutal to pick those up and move them and scooch them and... What you live? got this week? We are live at. <clears throat> we are live at. Four fifteen. Bears loss. To the Ravens. <laughs> Sixteen to thirteen. We're live at four fifteen. <clears throat> four ten plus five. Oh dear! You do a math on Sunday. Live five. It's got to rhyme. Live at four ten plus five. Okay, you got anything this week? You got a lot of things this week, don't you? I probably do. You got a white boy that can kill people and just get off? Well, how is that? <clears throat> how is that new? That's not new at all. Okay, it's not surprising. It, But it's not new. But in this... Uh, oh, what's his name? <coughs> Kyle Rittenhouse no, or the Aubrey? No, 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 neither. Um, what's his name? Mr. Uh, I Can't Breathe. George Floyd. In this post-George Floyd world, this is new. Nah. Yes, it is. Yes, the it is. The white police officers shot another... Hmm? What was Brianna Taylor? She worked for the medical department, the fire department, or yeah, They fired into her apartment. But they murdered her in her... No, no, but they fired Sweet. into her apartment. They weren't even <clears throat> shooting at her. They were still firing into There was a firing into, into the apartment. That's different. That's a different thing. It's not, not the same really. thing. Not really. She was killed. Okay, these are police. We're not talking about the police in this written house thing. Is it written hour or written house? Written house. We're not talking about the police at all. We're talking about somebody who was 17 years old, had just like Zimmerman. acquired... Elite. No, it's not <clears throat> just like that. This dude was 17 years old... Had guns illegally yeah. and drove them across state lines. His mother that is drove not him the same. State lines. No, his mother didn't drive him. That's what they were. That's what court. came out in court. <coughs> that his mother did not drive him. Mm. And that what a week prior they couldn't put it out there that this dude was saying that if he was there he'd kill people. And the judge did not let that come out in the in the thing. That evidence could not. How is come it out. not a mistrial? Why would it be a mistrial? The judge has declared a mistrial. Oh, that's true. Um, so, wow. Yep. Wow. That's all I got to say is wow. I'm not surprised that he got off. Me but either. I'm, we knew but it was going to happen. But I <clears throat> this is This is the reason why we have the one step forward, ten steps back feeling yep. inside of the United States. Because... It doesn't matter what what thing that feels like an advance at any moment. You know that there's going to be another thing that's just going to take everything backwards. The Ar- Marbury. No. Aubrey. Aubrey? Aubrey? Aubrey. Aubrey. That case, that's just another steps backwards. Where, you know, you can just have a public lynching of a, of a kid that's... He's but, literally just running in the neighborhood. He's not doing anything wrong. He was not armed. He didn't do anything. I think it's it's 
you call this a public lynching. <clears throat> well, well, it was. It was. But the defense is now saying that the public lynching is happening to the three white men. Yeah, but that's men always been. They've always done that. Because they're allowing black pastors to be there yeah, and they want to ban Black pastors? What does that have to do with the case against the person? I don't that, know. That doesn't prejudice an all-white jury plus one black person? Nope. All those white people don't care about those black pastors being there? I mean, if honestly, if it was an all-black jury and then... You had Jesse Jackson there, and you had uh, different pastors there. That might sway the jury if they were looking at trying to get that guy off. You know what I'm saying? I could see that. But uh, among all all, all white jury, why would that ever ever have anything to do with anything? Those are vegan. Those are yours from last night. Keegan, say hi to the people. Say hi to the people. Hi, people. Thank you. I'm interrupted. I'm sorry. Yeah, you are. Wake up. No sleeping. I haven't gotten there yet. We just started. You took my podcast pillow. Do the thing. Roll, Roll the it. intro. <clears throat> Do the thing again. Roll the intro. Pillow. The whole reason. There's another one right there. It's not the big one. You got a big one under you. I wanted the big one for this oh, side. No, you might want to feel it. It's pretty, pretty smushy. It's not. It's not wide. It's smushtastic. It me is, and my, me it and is my, smushtastic uh, for sure. My my uh, <clears throat> home decor line. <laughs> I should. What I should do is I should do a whole set. Yeah. My my new fuzzy blanket from the Joanne Fabrics and sitting here was. Now you're loving the Joanne now, aren't you? Well, I'm loving this blanket, that's for sure. You're loving Joanne. Aaron's been. How many times have you been to Joanne last week? Twice. I haven't been there a lot. I have no reason to be there a lot. I went twice. I went one day and I got. <clears throat> I, I just got thread. Because I had no thread. So I had a machine that I couldn't do anything with. Uh. So I got some thread, I got some scissors. Um, that you ruined it in one day. Yeah, there was some metal in the thing I was cutting. And then um, uh, I didn't really get much else. I, I just got a couple little things. Um, because I have the, your grandmother's machine and <coughs> I, to, I was trying to get the, the more heavy duty machine, but it seemed like uh, your grandmother's machine is the workhorse right now. She and made lots of stuff with that. So have I. I. I mean, shit, there's a whole bag of bags sitting right there. Mm-hmm. I didn't make that bag, though, did I? No, your mom made it for uh, okay. the kids. What uh, to say, because that bag... Kung Fu stuff, Aaron's Kung Fu stuff. Yeah, it's got Aaron's name on it with her patch. Um, I need to... I, need, I think I want to spend the next couple of days after... Monday and Tuesday, and I'm going to go through all of the stuff and make sure everything that's that's not Halloween gets on the Etsy, and maybe put some of these bags on the Etsy. I got to photograph them, and I've been designing a bag. Did you see my bag designs? No. Oh. 
My bag designs apparently are very ambitious. Bag design. Backpack. Bag design. Um, I'm gonna figure out how to make how to make this bag and try to replicate it. Make it easy. So, you know, we're making stuff. We're doing stuff. Well, you are. I'm. <clears throat> You're supposed to be making jewelry. I'm. T I'm tired. You know what when you could home, make? You know what you could make that might be kind of fun? Hmm. Pulls. Zipper pulls. Using beads and stuff. You just have to find a way to make them so that they're durable and they can. You can, but they can hang off and look decorative and awesome. Yeah. I know that there's some. Some of those things where they're like loops. <clears throat> the wires. You can use some of the wires. But you got to have the heavy duty well, stuff. Well, that's what I'm talking about, like the, the like the jewelry making wire, not like the not like the findings that you make earrings and stuff with, but like the wire wrapping stuff. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I if you know, then let's chop chop, man. Might even be able to use some floral wire. That's pretty sturdy. I don't know. Even though it's thin and malleable. Malleable. You're the, you're the, uh, the jewelry expert. I'm not. You are. And I'm not an expert, and right now my, you are the I have expert. zero creativity. You are the expertness. So what else do we have? We have Thanksgiving coming up that I'm not going to celebrate. We're gonna have but I am going to get the day off finally. <laughs> this is I, the year of getting the day off. Yeah, I get the day off. Which is amazing. And I get Friday off, which is crazy because. Most people are not working anyway, so they wouldn't really need childcare. Yeah, Unless but they wanted shop. child. They wanted childcare so they could go shopping. Of course they did. Black Friday, which I don't understand anymore, because Black Friday should be Cyber Cyber Friday now right. and Cyber Weekend. And Black Friday started what two weeks ago, so you. I mean, they really should just do. Except for the prices, like <clears throat> I just put a whole bunch of sweaters on the shopping cart online because I need sweaters and. The prices are meh, but they'll probably be lower on Friday. Well, you would hope, but Monday comes after Friday. Right, and Cyber Monday. Is right, here. and so you know, <clears throat> I, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. It seems like a lot of places have because of last year. I don't know if this is going to stick. It might, but the fact that they've been having their Black Friday deals for a month prior to Black Friday. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, you might as well just say. The month of November is Black Friday right. month, you know, and just have different different promotions every Friday, and there's no lead up to some big Friday, because really, still, you really don't want all those people in your store. No. So, order online, pick it up early, get out of, you know, don't come in here. I mean, even when we went to Best Buy, it was not really all that many people in there. No, but there were, <clears throat> it was a TV warehouse for sure. Yeah, I think Best Buy is turning into a TV warehouse. Because, wow. Uh, not much else warehouse. Yeah. I mean, they took, like I was showing you, they took all the space for the all the where what used to be DVDs and CDs, and there's just, it's just emptiness. Yeah. So... The Best Buy in Mexico looked nicer than the Best Buy here. Hell yeah, it did. You know, I kind of wish they did a Black Friday deal for cars, because trying to buy a car, and... Yeah. I found, I found a couple of them today that were not on their website yesterday, 
but I, I text the Honestly, guy. Honestly, I think you should get whatever it is that you are into. I, I really don't care. I'm into I don't know. affordability. Right, but I don't I'm know. I'm into low mileage and Once you get past space. 2000, <laughs> really, once you get past 2011, I mean, the last car I had was made, was a 1996? No, that doesn't sound right. I think my car was a 2000. No? No. It couldn't have been a 2000. It's a 98. 98. Okay. So, so I was close to 96. Um, so, I really haven't had a car to compare to in the 2000s. So, well, I, I everything was, is new to me. I don't really when care. I was talking to the guy Power from, is important, though. Right. When I was talking to the guy from uh, CarMax yesterday, um, he was saying, like, there was one car that I, I liked, and it was in our price range, but it had, like, 117,000 miles. And he said, sometimes you can't get financing over a certain number of miles, because they look at the long term and say, is it going to be running in five years right. <clears throat> if you're doing a five-year financing? Mm -hmm. And so the lower the the mileage, the easier it is to get financing. But the car might last for 200 plus thousand miles. Right. Yeah. And I'm not really, I don't know, I, I feel weird about a, owning a Dodge. Why? I don't know. It's just not a thing. I know, but why? I don't know. I really, I can't tell If you were in another country and it happened to be a Dodge, you wouldn't even care. No, but. I don't care. I don't, I really don't, I don't care at all. I, we, we need something to drive around in and we're probably going to need another something to drive around yeah. in. So whatever. Who cares? Yeah. I'm just looking at, you know, how much can we afford? And car insurance is stupid expensive. But I'm thinking it's probably because we don't already have car insurance and we haven't had. That makes a big difference, apparently. <clears throat> but we don't even own a car, so why would we have car insurance? Exactly. We haven't been in the country, so why would we have car insurance? Yeah, it's... But it's and like, why would we be penalized for not having car insurance when we weren't even in the country? Like, why would that even be factored in? I don't know, but it is, because... No, but that... Doesn't that seem like a problem? Mm-hmm. Yep. We haven't even been here to have. Like, like if I if I sold my car, if I stayed in the country, and I sold my car, I got rid of my car insurance because I didn't need a car insurance anymore, and I started using public transportation, you're telling me when I tried to get a car again, I'd be penalized by having higher rates yeah. to get car insurance. I'm sorry, but that's a broken system. Yep. They're charging $200 a month for a 10-year-old car. I don't think it's a matter of the, the age of the car. It is. I thought it has to do with us, not the car. It has, our age has a factor. The fact that we're married has a factor. The fact that, like, they ask all these things, like, age. what's your education level is a factor, which I think is, whoa. Well, if you have a, if you're higher, have a higher degree of education, you're less of a risk. Okay, well. I mean, that's the way they're going to look at it they're going to look at it like if you're if you're just a, a high school dropout yeah maybe you make bad decisions because you didn't go to university and get drunk on the weekends and, and you know rack up the, thousands know, of dollars worth of debt before the age I don't of think that you know, matters. 25 that, that's part of the system the yeah. system wants that so it's just it's crazy like $200 a month is, is nuts. 
Because here I'm trying to keep our car payment around 300 or under. And then we're going to have another 200 So $500 a month just for a car. Yep. And then gas. Yep. Which, which I don't even know how three, much. Almost 350 a gallon right now. It's hovering around 340 something depending on where you are. I have no idea how much we spend on gas per week. I'm sure you could look it up pretty easily. We've been using the card. We're not using cash. You could see exactly how much. I mean, it's like 30. Well, actually, we're filling up like once a week, though. Right now. Right. So it's like $35 a week doing what we're doing at the moment. Right. So, uh, I mean, I don't know if that's good or bad. You can always start walking. You can walk where? You, uh, you could get there however you get there. Uber, whatever. And I could just walk. To what? I only work, you know, on division. That's too I far. I can literally walk? walk. No, it's not. It's not that far. It's not as far as you think. It's just straight down wealthy. Yeah. These boots were made for walking. I got some steel toe ones. Let's go. Chop, chop. Like Vinci, like Vinci all over again. Yeah, I picked up my boots the other day when it was there was snow on the ground, and I was like, "Man, I'm not wearing these yet. I'm not ready." But get ready. I need to wear them around the house for a minute. Get used to wearing them because wearing I've worked in twelve hours in uncomfortable shoes is hell. Yep. And I've done that. Yep. I don't want to do that again. Our son is asking me. To oh my God! Him. These assholes are actually saying that Kyle Rittenhouse was a kid in the wrong place at the wrong time. He drove himself there. Oh my oh, God! Yeah. They're like giving him an internship at, with the. If I was Republicans. a if I was a Republican, this would be really embarrassing. But you know what? Trump was really embarrassing. So we're, they're like now past the point. Of being embarrassed. They're they're past the point of being shamed. They're past the point of everything now. It's just a free-for-all. Just do what you like. Yep. They don't care. But. Wow. Um, What else we got? What else has been happening? It's like I think of things, and if I don't write them down, then they disappear, and then after the podcast, I remember stuff. Yeah. We still haven't done a, 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 a Whiskey Shine Friday. We need to, I think we need to record some. We might and, have to do that. And, just, and, yeah. and, and then just put them out, because you're you're, yeah. you're you're dead tired on a Friday. I can't, you ain't ready. I can't even function on Friday night. Now, I... Working 12 hours and getting home at 6.30 on a Friday night after leaving at 6 o'clock in the morning is, it's brutal. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm, and I'm, you're right I'm, there next I'm to me. I'm literally doing it, too. Um, yeah, I, I I don't really, I can't. I, I, I'm I'm so, uh, oh, wait. I wonder, where did I put that? I wrote down Ah, here it is. Yes. Yes. Oh, I have another bag design, too. Messenger bag design. Anyway, 
so I had I was sitting there and I was I was not feeling very uh, very happy with the performance of the students that I've been let's say babysitting for the last week and a half. Yeah. And I was trying to think of what like one word, two words to describe what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so I started. And, and I thought I'd read this list of, of the things that I came up with just based on dealing with these classes at this school um, and then trying to think of like what would you need to do in order to solve these problems that I've identified. Okay. So you ready for the list? I'm ready. It's a list. Excellent. Ah! On two pieces of paper actually written in ink. Oh dear, you Oh yeah, I'm telling you. Old I sat school. there I sat there one day and I wrote these that this is this is what I wrote down in one day of of watching them and Ready? Let's go. Disappointing, discouraging, unprepared, disrespectful, lacking purpose, lacking drive, lacking excellence, lacking determination. Lacking upliftment, lacking respectability, wasting time, wasting opportunities, deconstructive. Yes. Destructive. Yes. Always attacking allies. Yep. Hostile towards niceness. Mm -hmm. Poor decision making, poor choices, poor mindset, poor attitude, poor disposition. Always a victim, even when victimizing. Yes, yes. Cannot discern good from bad. Choosing mediocrity. Yep. Fashion over function. Yep. Unable to remove negativity. Uh-huh. Not self-motivated toward academic excellence. Self-destruction as a viable outcome. Disregard for consequences. Yes. Yeah. So... Yes. I'm facing a lot of that with uh, a couple of my employees. Uh, Your employees are teenagers, right? No. These are 20-somethings. Right. Um, Two of them got angry with me on uh, Monday. We had, uh, or I guess Tuesday, I don't remember what day it was. But they got angry. One of them dare days. They got angry with me because... Um, I had two staff members call in, and so I needed to move teachers and children around to make sure that I was in ratio all day long. And they were angry because they're, they were moved to a different classroom. <clears throat> that kept them together, but they were still angry. And so they decided that they would not be coming in the next day, but what they didn't tell anybody. Well, they told the other staff members, but they didn't tell me. So they did a no-call, no-show, leaving us now in even a bigger mess because I was four teachers down that day. And then uh, Friday, one of them decided to do it again because she was unhappy about something. Who knows? She doesn't know how to communicate with anyone. She thinks she's punishing me. So, of course, she got written up for both times. And this, I don't even know what else to call her, but child. 
actually had the nerve to tell me that I should have warned her she was going to be written up. Why does anybody need a warning to be written up? That I was coming for her and I was trying to replace her and I was doing all these things to her when she's the one who made the choice not to come to work and not to let anybody know she wasn't coming to work. Yeah, it's like... How does that even it's like compute in your head? It's like we've removed all responsibility from children and teens so that when they get to 20-something or, or at the end of high school or university, they seem to think that they can do anything mm-hmm. and be absolved of any responsibility. Yeah. And unfortunately... That's just not how it works. They don't like, seem work. to understand that there's a whole group of us that are still alive that are not going to ever put up with that. Right. And, because uh, I, I I had this conversation with one of the students in the class. They asked me something, and I was like, well, the reason that we have this is because we have punk parents. Yep. Bernie Mac's punk-ass parents. Yep. And, there, and I told them, there are some of us that none of this would go, we allowed. Yes. You don't. There is no way, no possible way that it would be, um, it'd be, it would be cut out long before it became a big issue. Right. But there's a whole nother group of parents, I think at all economic levels, that are taking this, this opposite idea that oh I'm I'm just gonna let my child do whatever they want like say like other other countries mm-hmm. kind of do where they let their kids do anything and yeah. they have no consequences. But then if you teach a child that they're not gonna have any consequences and then they get to high school and now they have consequences or if you allow that system to keep going in your school, one they're not going to be ready for a university situation right. where they're absolutely going to have consequences because no university is going to allow them to just do anything. They're going to have to live within a certain set of rules and norms. And no job is going to let them do anything well, because there's going to be a certain set of rules and norms for every job that's out there. One of the things that was just mind-blowing to me was... I I had to track her, like, I called her, and I text her, and like, hello, are you coming in? And an hour later, she sends me a, a message that just says, no, I'm not. So when, I, then she, I sent the, the write-up, and she, of course, gets upset, and now she's texting back, and she's, you know, making accusations, and she's being defensive, and whatever. And then she calls me. Now, this is something I can't even imagine doing. If I were in the wrong and I got written up for something I did, I'm not going to now harass my boss about the write-up. So she sends me text messages, she sends me emails, and then she calls the phone. I'm already down for teachers, and she's calling, and I, I answer the phone because it's my job to answer the phone, and she wants to, oh, you're going to blah, blah, blah. Wait a minute. You didn't give me any warnings because you should have given me a warning. And I said, wait, is this your first job? 
No, this isn't my first job. So you know how to work in the workforce, right? Well, of course I do. Then you should know that a no-call, no-show constitutes a write-up. And if you don't know that, someone else has failed you. But I'm letting you know right now, this is what's happened. You made the choice. These are the consequences. You're on administrative leave for the whole next week without pay. See you on the 29th. And then she wants to then later send me a message back saying that I'm only available from 9 to 6. Okay, you're still working an eight-hour day. You are not punishing me. But and this, also, you weren't coming to work on time anyway. Right, she's scheduled at 6.30. She's not showing up till 7. If she's scheduled at 7, she shows up at 7.30. If she's scheduled at 8, she shows up at 8.15. So, whatever. You're not punishing me. But the way that she approaches everything is like, it's a punishment to me when she does something yeah, I told I, her she needed I, like to grow I said, up. Like I said, I'm dealing with high schoolers, and they're doing the same thing. Well, then they, later, they literally, they literally think that when they do something wrong, that it's my problem that they did something wrong. Well, she said to me, "You didn't ask me why I'm not coming in. It's not my job." It also to doesn't matter why. You to tell me why. I don't care but it why. No, no, but it doesn't even matter. End of discussion. It doesn't, it doesn't matter why you're not coming in. Right. You I mean, if you had a medical thing, you would have said that. Right. If you had a, you know, a death in the family, you would have said that. If you just don't call and you don't show up, apparently you didn't call and you didn't show up. Now, I was ready to fire her, but according to Michigan law, it has to be, I was ready to fire her for job abandonment, but according like to Michigan that. law, it has to be three consecutive days or three days in the same week. Of but what I don't know, I don't. You're it, talking about to make it call, to call it job abandonment. Yes. Because you don't need a reason to fire in Michigan. No, but you don't need a reason at all. You could just fire. Yep. So I don't know why you would want and to call it job was, abandonment. My boss was saying, you know, you need to talk with her, and she sent me a message at like seven or eight o'clock at night. You need to have a conversation with her, and I'm like, no, I don't. First of all, I'm not working anymore right now. I'm off the clock. Second of all. She has been harassing all day long with emails, texts, and phone calls. I am finished having a conversation with her. I've given, I've said what I've said. That's it. And when you start treating them like adults and giving them consequences for their behavior, then you won't have this anymore. And if she can't function in a professional people. way, then she shouldn't be there. And of course, my boss is like, oh yeah, you're right. And I'm like, of course I'm right. I'm a professional. Yeah, but that's the other thing is, we're not we're not raising professionals anymore. No. We're not we're not making people think about the choices that they're making that inside of the workforce that this is how professionals behave. That doesn't seem to be the norm any longer inside right. the United States. They have this victim mentality like they're the victim of of our of the consequences. I know, and they're not they're they're the, the victim of their own choices. Yeah, they made the choice, and now they're... I, I had a child that, that broke some, broke one of the teacher's things in the classroom. And then he said, why are you doing this to me? What? Why? Who's doing something to you? You broke the thing. You don't want anybody to tell the, per, tell the teacher that you broke their thing. 
but you think that you're the victim? Yeah, and that's sorry, the, same, but... the same young lady. She she thinks that she's the victim because she decided not to come to work two days this week. Somehow she's the I mean, victim. I mean, I understand. I would understand if she had like a broken bone. Sure. I, but gee, but then she would have told you at the beginning. I fell down a flight of stairs. I I went to the hospital. I have a broken leg. I can't come in. Okay, well that's different. But then that's not no call, no show. No. You see. And, I, I don't, and I don't I'm not it. unreasonable. Like, if it, the and the thing that kills me the most is the one young lady sent me a text message. She worked all day, and then she sent me a text message at like quarter after four that day, saying, "I got just got home, and my son has a fever. I have to take him tomorrow to get a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Her son is four months old." I said, "Okay." Thanks so much for letting me know in advance. But I didn't respond right away because I was busy. I was in the classroom. So she sent me another message at five something saying, hey, did you get my message? This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make sure. And follow up. Sure. That your management knows. So her, her, little, her little person does have COVID. And so she's going to be out the whole next week. But this also, this other girl is going to be out all next week. And my boss said, oh, just have her come in. I said, absolutely not. I don't care if I have to be in a classroom from the minute it opens till the minute it closes. Absolutely not. She will not come in next week. I don't care. Because when you start going back, then they don't respect what you say. Well, that was And the it's thing, the same with parenting. But that's the thing that happens. It, it's funny because our stories are paralleling each other, but you're dealing with a supposed adults yep. in the workplace, and I'm dealing with children in a high school. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that the mentality of the student is the same as the mentality of the worker that has had to have at least some kind of educational opportunity outside of yes, high school. she has her certification but to I'm saying be they had a preschool to, teacher. Well, you say the certification. What does that mean? They've had to have many hours of education. hours. Of education yep. after high school. Yep. Which means that not only did their elementary school, middle school, and high schools fail them in preparing them for a business environment, yep. so did their university. And so did their parent. Nah, at some point, after they get 18, I'm sorry, but it's your choice to make. It's your choice. You you now have control over your life. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yes, there are some parents like, you know, maybe us that are still parenting because we see it as a lifelong thing. But there are yeah. a lot of parents that once you get to 18, they're not parenting anymore. Right. So, okay. They didn't do their job up to 18, fine, but now somebody else should have been, should have been preparing you for a life of work, and I don't think that's happening anymore. No. I don't, it's not happening at any level. Um, I had kids that, that didn't seem to understand why algebra was so important, and and I, I just sat there and looked at them and said, guys, of all the math classes... Algebra is the one that is going to be most relevant to your life. It's just you're not going to deal with 
equations the way you think of equations, but you have to know how to think about these equations and mm -hmm. variables because you're going to have life where you're going to have lots of variables and you're going to have to weigh things and find out, does it make sense? Is it equal? You know, and you're going to still need to do that process. But if you don't understand how to do that process, then you're just going to be doing a one-to-one -one kind of thing and you're not going to be taking into account right. all of the variables yep. that go into that decision. And they didn't get that. They didn't understand it. So I sat there and, and somebody was like, well, you're not going to need it if you're going to get a job. I was like, oh, really? So when you get that job, are you going to have to get paid? Yeah, you're going to get paid. Okay, well, how much? Well, I don't know. Right. How many hours are you going to work? I don't know. Well, you just mentioned two variables right there. Yep. That's going to affect everything else about your and life. And how much do they take out in taxes? And how much do they take out in... Everything. All, all the other it. things. and All of it together. And that's what I was trying to get them to see. And then when we when I stopped talking, they were like, oh, we are going to be needing this algebra. I was like, yeah, you need to know how to apply it to different situations. Even though you're not going to be writing down math problems, so to speak, you're not going to be doing, you know, if you're not in a math world, you're not going to be doing it that way. But you do need to understand the logic of it. Yep. And that's why you do it. And that's why you're doing it here in geometry. And they're like, we'll never use geometry. I was like, uh, you may, you may not. I don't know. Um, is it good to know or good to at least do it as an exercise of mm -hmm. learning? Yes. Uh, will you be sitting around, you know, in your 40s worried about geometry? No. Depending on what you're into, so probably maybe, not. Guess. But if you're an architect or if you're an um, engineer. Yeah, or you know, if you go into those things, anything STEM, or... then yes, you might be dealing with some geometry. And yes, you might be dealing with shapes and complex shapes and blah, 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 whatever. Um, if you go into game development, maybe you are going to be dealing with some geometry and polygons and all kinds of stuff. Electrician, okay, you know. plumber. Geometry? Sure. What? Think about how they have to run the wires and the different yeah, but they're not, rooms. But they're not necessarily needing to do the math on... They might need to know... They might need to be able to figure out how much of, of a thing they might need. But they're not really. They're Main not going to be. They're not going to be. But they're. Yeah. But that, see, that's what I'm saying. There are certain parts where you're going to use small bits, area, square footage, you know, you that kind the, of stuff. You got to have the basics. Well, that kind of stuff. It's it's really going to be the basics of geometry. But the other stuff, writing proofs, right? That teaches you how to argue. Mm. You know, that teaches you how to take something, starting with something that looks like it's equal and proving that it actually is equal or that it's not equal right or whatever you know and then coming up with that on your own and using all kinds of definitions and formula that you've you've you take as um constants or standards right. and then applying them and yeah we all have to do that though we're all doing that. You're doing that when you say you must do this thing because it's state law that you have to do it. Yeah. I mean, you're doing that process. Yep. Um, but, you know, to sit around and be like, we'll never use any of this stuff again. And it's like, I don't need to be in school. It's like, well, fucking stay home. Right. If you think that you will never need any of this, stop coming. <laughs> yes. All you have to do is stop coming. You will get your proof. Yep. Because nobody can tell you that. Yep. 
you know? There are plenty of things that you may never need to know again with, that you study in school. But there are a lot of things that you don't realize that you knowing it now is going to help you later. You're not going to be able to know that either. Right. And, uh, and students in school, especially in middle and high school, they're never going to understand it unless they have teachers that are constantly... Making it relevant. And that was the thing that I had been saying for years, mm-hmm. that teachers didn't make it relevant to students, especially to black students. They never made it relevant. Yep. My teachers never made it relevant. So then you get to university, and then all of a sudden the light bulbs are going off because the teachers are making it relevant. But it was only because I was at Tuskegee. It was not because I was at all the other schools I went to. Right. You know? And then the, then it'd be like, oh, that's what's going on here. It's like, oh, shit. This is way more. And it's like, why didn't they tell us this before? Why didn't, why why, does it, why, is, why wasn't it this plain before? It's like, it wasn't this plain because they didn't want to get into it. Right. They didn't want to tell you this. Yep. You know? And I think, unfortunately... I don't see the current students that I'm dealing with at this school as even being receptive to that kind of information. Yeah. The students that I had at East Kentwood were more receptive and they were all special needs kids. Wow. They were more receptive to just a different way of thinking about something like if you had if they had an idea and I gave them something else just a little bit different just to make them think for a second they would think about it longer and come up with a much more interesting idea about that thing in three days than these students can do. And I've been there for weeks now. And it's like, that's the failure of the system. Yeah. And for people to just let that, and, and here's my other problem is, basically all the teachers are all white. Yep. So they're just letting them do whatever and it's, they're not really, they're not really, they're not really making school be an, a, a process, an educational yes. process. Well, and I had a parent come through on Friday. Uh, she was coming for a tour. And as we're walking down the hall, I look over as I'm talking to her and I notice that she's wearing a badge around her neck. And she's been, like, she was holding her coat closed. She clearly didn't want me to see her badge, but I saw it just the same. And we get to the room and we're talking, and I uh, I said something about uh, the curriculum and teaching the children the manners and the, you know, responsibility and ownership. And she said, um, yeah, I work in law enforcement, and I guess we work in a similar, you know, field because... You're trying to teach people to follow the rules and, you know, what the rules are. And, and I'm doing the same thing. And I said, if we do our job as educators and parents while they're young, it makes your job easier later in life. And she said, if only more adults could see that. And I said... <clears throat> yeah, but I think... I don't think it's a lack of understanding that that's a phenomenon. Well, I think right now it's it's... We've been gone too long. I keep saying this in my head, like, this is all changes, a new country, new world, I don't understand. Because the idea that the rules don't apply to me because 
somehow I'm a victim of your, you know, your rules. It's just, it's so strange. Like, I just don't get it. No, no, no. That's not new. It's not? Hell no. People have been doing that. As long as I've been aware, people have been doing that. But the consequences, the fact that they still had to suffer the consequences yeah. of their actions, that's and what's changed. And now they're thinking that they don't have to suffer well, any consequences. Well, they don't have to. Because well, a lot of times they're not suffering consequences. Yeah, you're right. Well, and, and that was the thing with my boss. She's like, they know they can do this because we need them. And I said, I don't need this. We don't need this. We need staff that's going to be here on time and every day for their shift unless there's, you know, illness or some catastrophic something. They need to be here. We don't need somebody who's unreliable and undepend, independent, undependable and... Inde, under. Un, inde, under. You know, we don't need someone who's going to go in the kitchen and, and eat up all the food for the kids without permission from the owner or the director. We, they're stealing from you. We don't need people who steal. Exactly. And, we don't need dishonesty. And we don't need, you know, we don't need this. And getting her to see that she's not trapped with them as well is is another hurdle. Well, that was the thing. I guess, I, I think that was the other side of it is we came up working for places, even fast food. If you couldn't, if you couldn't do the, if you couldn't do what they were asking you to do, they would fire you very quickly. Oh, yeah. And see, I think that's what's changed is firing people very quickly has, is not... This Unle- unless you of... get to unless you get to a certain level, and then it becomes we're firing you, and now we don't have to tell you why, and we're just we'll call it downsizing or we'll call it anything. We're just firing you, but we'll never give you the information of why you're getting fired or anything. That's usually what happens in white collar jobs, right? You know, but you know, I mean, you got you got these people that will say things like, I told them I wasn't going to do this at my job. How do you keep that job? I don't and know. Why would, why would they allow you to stay? Because, I'm sorry, I'd let you go. Yeah. As well, soon as you said, I'm not doing that, okay, then you can go home. Right, I don't need you here. If you right. can't do your job and the it, things that are required of your job, bye bye. Bye-bye. See ya. Go away. Don't come back. Now, don't I, let the door hit you with a good little split you. There's a difference between I'm not going to and I cannot. No, no, no. But that's not what they're saying. Right. They're and saying they're not, I'm, they're I'm saying not going to do they're not, They're telling their boss they're not going to do something. And then they're bragging about it when they're in. It's like, man, please. And I, I have no reason for you to stay here. Nope. Because why would anybody want a person like that in their organization? I would not. Right. You wouldn't. But apparently they're there. Like, they're there. Yep. You know, and some something changed. Something something happened in the last ten years that allowed that to be norm. Yeah. The norm that it's okay to have those people there. It's like no, it's not. I'm sorry. I if if I'm able to grow our business and get get us to to the point where we can start really hiring people, I'm sorry, but they they better have a whole nother mentality before they come for me because you, me and you. We've done enough interviewing that it's... No, you're not right for us. No. 
you're not going to be. Well, and no. that's something that I've been trying to get my boss to understand because she wants to do all these interviews, and she's looking. I'm not really sure what she's looking for, but she's hired a couple of people that she likes. She's like wants to push them through, like hurry up and get in here, and and then when they get there, if they get there. That's the other part, is if they end up showing up. Once they get there, they aren't a good fit. I mean, we had one woman work an entire shift and then came out and said, there are too many black people here. It used to be that kept that was kept to yourself. Right, you don't say that out loud. You just say, this isn't a good fit for me, and then that was that. That's the Trumpification of right. America right there. <clears throat> Which I find it in- interesting that she's saying this to a Middle Eastern woman. Right. But I don't she, think... She sees her as white. She sees her as white, even though she is not. Did you know, as an aside, that people in America basically check one of three boxes? White, non-Hispanic. Black, non-Hispanic. Or Hispanic. Yep. We, those are essentially our three boxes. Yep. Okay. When people come from, I think it's India, the Middle East, Europe, when they get counted, they get counted as Caucasian. Which is so strange, because they're not. They're not. Not at all. There is an Asian box. Yeah, but that's just it. That Asian box. Um, we were in Asia. They called themselves white, too. And they were bur- some of them. Well, I'm saying they than call you. themselves white. Uh-huh. So when they get to the boxes, they're not black, they're not Hispanic, and they call themselves white. Yep. So you have a, a person from China. Now, granted, there is an Asian box. Yep. Okay. Um, but still, this idea that because you know, Middle East or Indian. From India. Yeah. That's not necessarily Asian. Nope. In their mind. There is a, or in at least in our mind, there that's not a, that's not really their designation even though that's their region. That's where they're from. Well, I know they're a lot not of seeing themselves as Asian. Indians call themselves South, I don't know. I'm telling you. They, they call themselves not a, Asian. Not Asian. It's not the they are part of the subcontinent of India. They yeah. are their kind of their own, their own thing, and um, so you get your nails done, then you can't mess with your nose nose thing. Oh, my nose ring is big funny. septum. Um. Anyway, yeah. I I'm I am a hundred percent discouraged from what I've seen, and uh, you know it's funny. I always love this idea that we're not as bad as them. Um, this you idea. Are them. No, 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 they're not. This idea that I'm always going to be looking to the lowest common, lowest common denominator and saying I'm better than that. It's kind of what people do, like in those shows that you watch that I don't like, where people are like looking at the big fat person and watching the big fat person because while I'm sitting here and I'm fat, yeah. right? I feel better about myself Mm -hmm. because I'm not that fat. You know, instead of looking at the toned person and saying I need to be 
I need to get my ass up off, off this couch right. and do a couple push-ups or something, or I need to go to the gym, or I need to go do this other thing because we're we have a system, we have people that are not looking up if there is an up and down, looking up and going, I want to be there or striving for the highest. They're always saying, I'm just not the lowest. Right. And it's like, but you. Who wants to be the lowest? Nobody wants you know? to be the lowest. And I and I've had students that have said to me in the last week, Well, we're not we're not this school, and if you think this is bad, you wouldn't survive in that school. It's like that's not really the point to your bad behavior. Right. That has none of that has anything to do with you. You're not at those schools. Right. So what does that have to do with you? Just deciding to walk out of the classroom and walk around the hallways without saying anything to anybody when you know that your school's rule is that you need to have some kind of note and you're supposed to ask permission before leaving. And if the teacher says no, which of course subs are not teachers to them, they think that subs are unqualified people, which is really interesting to me because... You have to have all this stuff to well, you be have, a sub. But no, no, no. You have to have at least 60 credit hours to be a sub. Yeah, I know. That means every sub that they've ever seen in their lifetime at school has had to have at least, what, two years of university? Yep. At least. So essentially an associate's degree. Yep. Which is way more that than most of these kids' parents. Yep. But these are the people that are unqualified to tell them that, they, no, you have to wait for the pass to go to the bathroom. If, I mean, I, I'm telling you, if another child comes to me and says, you're just a sub, you're not a teacher, yeah, I might yeah. go to the principal and just be like, look, you can have your school. I'll go out to places that actually understand and you can keep this because your students start, and this is where I started, this was last week's podcast, they start with disrespect. Yep. And they and they keep saying, I only respect those that respect me. But you can't do that if you start with disrespect. Yep. And that's where they start. And they start it with people who would have their best interests at heart. Yep. Why would I care about them? Why would I want to care about them? It's the same situation. I mean, this these young people, I'm trying to give them as many hours as they can get. So that they can have the paychecks that they need to pay their bills because they're crying about not having enough money. But then they're disrespectful. They're lying. They steal. It's the idea they're of lazy. And, and I'm the one after them because they chose not to come to work. What? It's like how you can't be an actor and a victim at the same time. It was... It's all your choice. Well, and I had to say that to my boss. Like, listen, she's not the victim. Stop feeding into her stuff. Like, the more that you go back and forth, because she wanted me to talk with her at 9 o'clock at night, 8 o'clock at night, I said, stop. The more you feed into her stuff, the more she's going to continue. Stop it. And the other side Be of it is... Be done with it. My, my thing is, from you, for you... You can't have just conversation. No. And see, that's the thing that I think is part of the problem is what I'm seeing it in schools. These kids have learned to talk. They talk in circles. And then 
they think that they've accomplished something, and it's like, no, none of that has any meaning. And they haven't been taught that it's going to get written down, and then it's going to get passed around. And you don't know how to write it down. Right. But you're going to talk yourself into believing whatever bullshit is in your head. Yep. The problem is, me as a teacher, I'm not going to feed into your bullshit. Nope. And that's what I'm, that's exactly where I am. Like, I put on the schedule that she was off on administrative leave this week. And then she wants to send an email back. Oh, you're, isn't there some privacy thing? You can't put this out there. No. I'm sorry, ma'am, but you're sending screenshots of our our emails to every employee in the building. You forfeited your privacy. No, but there was no privacy. There's anyway. no privacy anyway. They all it's know you were here. But I'm saying it's a schedule. Yep. You can't put administrative leave on the schedule. Yes, I can. Why not? I don't know. She seems to think it's, it's like a where do they the come law. up with these arbitrary? Uh, workers' rights laws that don't exist. They don't exist. Uh, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I think part of this is a failure of education. Part of it's a failure of culture. Yep. And the culture has decided that, you know. And I, I think this is part of the thing that we saw that we knew was going to lead to something like this. You know, everybody wins participation trophies. Yes. This yep. is that this is thing. This, this is the consequence being, of that. Yeah, being being rolled out yep. into the twenty somethings where they think where well, I, I I'm just supposed to be able to do what I want to do because I'm here. It doesn't matter that I did terribly in the game. It doesn't matter that I didn't get in the game. I still got a trophy for participation. It doesn't matter like, that I showed up in about? the third quarter for the game. You and know, then I, I should get... I you should know, get a trophy. Right. You know, like, what? No. You know, I, I don't... I think that's where we are as a culture. The problem is... That all ends at some point. Yes. And I don't know if it ends at university anymore. Because I'm assuming it would, but... I could be wrong about that. Because based on what you're seeing, you've got college-educated people. So maybe it's not ending at university. But from my experience at university, I mean, if I handed in something and the and the professor took a ruler and, because, you know, we had typewriters. We had, yeah, word and processors. They, and they put a ruler to your paper and your margin was off by an eighth of an inch. You were. They just balled it up and put it in the trash right in front of you. And moved on to the next student. Yep. So, and then you had to go back and beg to be allowed to resubmit it. Yeah. You didn't get a chance. You didn't just get, it wasn't automatic that you got to hand it in late. It wasn't automatic that you got to hand it in late with a penalty. It, you had to beg for that opportunity. Yep. Because you did it wrong the first time. And you were supposed to do it right the first time. So, I don't know what we did. We did something... It's definitely not me, not me, but as a culture in America, we did we made a choice to stop holding people accountable, and I think that's why we ended up. Well, with we Trump. had this. That's why we ended yes. up with a lot of the politicians we have right now. That's why we have this weird connection between Christianity and Republicanism. That's why all of this stuff is happening. Yeah, because it's it's a my way. 
is my way, which means it's the right way, which means it's the only way. And if you don't acquiesce to my way, then you're against me, and now I'm a victim. Yep. It's like what? Yep. That's how exactly did you How did you go on that ride? Yep. It's crazy. It's absolutely psycho. I follow this teacher, um, and she she was doing this thing where this skit where she talks about. Uh, emails she gets from parents or meetings she has with parents and the parent was all upset that her child was failing and she said but your child hasn't turned in their assignments well I know that they've emailed you because I've seen the emails and she said but there's nothing in the email there's no attachment there's no work there's nothing but they sent you an email okay but there's nothing in the and now the parent is pissed because the child not at the child, but at the teacher, because the child's email was empty and the teacher didn't give him credit. In other for words, the nothing. parent didn't help the child. Uh huh. Uh huh. They were they didn't know enough about what the child was doing. Yep. To be able to help the child to yep. say, "Look, you write the email, and then I'll help you make sure that it says and you have everything there before you get sent." And there's no nothing to send because the child wasn't doing the assignments. Exactly. They were just, they were sending, just sending an, an email. email to say, oh, I emailed my teacher and she didn't give me a grade. Right. And so now the parent so now wants to go. Right. Now the parent wants to go to the principal nope. and complain about, you complain. know, the teacher because she's not doing her job and she but doesn't see, know what she's doing. Now, we got, now we're getting back to punk-ass parents. This is punk-ass punk parents. No, no, no. Because then the... The principal becomes the punk ass principal. Yep. That then tries to acquiesce to the parent. Yep. Because they don't want it going above their head because yep. then it goes to school boards and yep. all that. And so then you end up with this person that's trying to find a way to solve the problem. But the problem is, is and always has been the student. Yep. Yep. And everybody is now running around trying to fix the problem for the student. Just like I told you about this stupid child who broke somebody else's stuff, but somebody else had to fix it for him. They didn't have it's to. The they same, chose to. No, no, no. But it's the child. Everybody's yep. trying to fix it for him. Yep. Why are they fixing his stuff? Why are they trying to treat him like he's got something, like he needs help? He didn't need help. He needed to fess up to what he had done and then gone to the person that that he had wronged as a good human being yep. and then come to some thing. Like, I'll get you a new frame or I'll, I already bought you a new frame or whatever. He didn't... None of that came across his mind. All that came across his mind was hide. Hide it. Don't let anybody see it. Put something on top of it and I'll hide it. And then his friends, quote-unquote friends, their idea is don't say anything. Don't take responsibility. If she says something to you about it, then you say something. It's like you're giving him all the bad... All the bad. Um, ideas and advice about how to handle this as a thinking, feeling human being. And I kept asking them that. What kind of human are you? Right. Because... Most people, if, if they break something that someone else's, you would say, I broke it. I'm willing to, he was willing to pay me double, triple, quadruple the amount for the new frame. As a bribe for me to be quiet. What kind of person does that? Chinese. Instead of 
just going to get the thing. And then he was telling me I should have helped him go get the thing. It's like, huh? what are you talking about? I, I had nothing to do with this. You did it. It's your thing to fix. But see, that's I think that's where the problem is. This lack of taking responsibility because they've not been forced to take responsibility. Yep. But then when the system, cops, judges, the penal system, yep. when they force you to take responsibility, then you're a victim. Yep. And it's like, no. No. You've been the perfect You were <laughs> standing there when they stole the thing. And then when you walked out together, you are an accessory to that crime. Because you didn't tell him not to do it. And you also... But and you didn't tell it, anybody that he but did But you also it. were an accessory. Yep. They stole the chips and now you walked out and you're eating the chips with them. Yep. Guess what? You're as in much trouble as they are. Yep. You're not a victim. Nope. But then you're going to tell me you didn't snitch. You dumbass. You should have. How dumb okay, are so you? This is not a thing that I grew up with. This whole snitches get stitches mentality. Oh, I grew up with it. I did not grow up with this. I didn't follow it, but I grew up with it. And when when I was at the other child care when we first got here, I had three and four year olds <clears throat> saying this and and shunning children because they thought they might have said something to an adult about a situation that never happened and I do not get it. I don't get what this don't you get? this I think I think I and I thought about this the other day. Inside of the black community, and I would say it's probably this way inside of all communities, they don't want they don't want the heavy hand of of police and records and fines and uh, jail time and prison time. They don't want that heavy hand coming down anybody inside of their community. Okay? Nobody does. So, what most people would rather is we'll take care of it ourselves. Now, inside of the black community, that has real meaning. Mm-hmm. Because that hand was way heavier on the black community Still than it is. was on, well, but it was way heavier historically speaking. Yeah. Um, and the white community had the ability in the past to go to the officer and be like, look, he, you know, he got drunk and he came home and he beat his wife. We know we will take, we'll talk to him and we'll take care of it. And we just don't take him and don't do anything. We'll, we'll have, we'll have him, I'll bring him to my house and she'll be okay at her home. And so nobody, nothing gets done. Nothing gets fixed. Yeah. The relationship, nothing, nothing, none of those things happen. It gets swept under the rug, but because they go to the same church or because they're all Catholic or, you know, whatever the situation is. Yeah, I went to the same high school or whatever. You know, all of that stuff factors into how that person from law enforcement is going to deal with that community. But then when that person from law enforcement doesn't have those connections, then it's this overly penalizing force. Right. And that that's why in the black community it's like we'd rather you not right. be the one. The problem is you get the R. Kelly thing. Nobody says anything. R. Kelly gets molested by family members. All of the family members that know about it stay quiet. Nothing ever happens and now you've got a person that is gonna be, you know, damaged. 
right. by the experience to the point where they're going to do the same thing to other people. Yep. You know? And it's, it's like what happened at Tuskegee. You have uh, the band is pissed off about whatever they're going through in the moment. Alumni barely know anything that's going on. They're not communicating with us. So then... All of a sudden, homecoming comes, and the band is like, you know what, that's it, we can't take it anymore, anymore. That's me, it's been going on for a while, and then, now they're forcing the administration to have to deal with them. Okay, great. I don't think there's one alumni that's like, that's a bad thing. I didn't see anybody that was like, not, that, and granted, what you would see is silence, most likely, but, yeah, if it's if it's bad and it's wrong, let's get it fixed. You know, most people have right. that that mentality. But it's important it's important that we look at the whole situation honestly. But that means that you have to now tell everybody, and that was the first thing that the the university did was say don't tell anybody right don't talk about it don't put it on social it's like that's your problem that's why you're here yep because you want to keep things quiet because these problems existed for a time and i don't know how long that time is was it a year two years five years i don't know but i know that was a time longer than one day right and you had an opportunity to deal with this Talk about it, come up with a plan, whatever, with the student body so that you didn't get to this point. Yep. And now you're you're here. Yeah. And if your first reaction is say nothing. Yep. There's not a, there's a problem. There. That's where the problem yep. is probably originating from. Yeah. Because you don't want people to know. And Tuskegee is known for this. But that's just it. All of these black organizations are known for this. It happens inside the church. It happens inside the schools. It happens inside the the family. It happens everywhere. But it also happens inside of Hispanic families and Jewish families and Catholic families. And And, and, So that's what I'm saying. Everybody has this dynamic. But law enforcement doesn't see them all as the same. Yeah. So when they're dealing with the one group that is similar to them, then they're okay with, we'll let it slide right now, but, you know, get it under control or whatever, and hopefully we don't have to be back or whatever. Right. But then when they're dealing with the exact same thing over here, and you try to have the same appeal, it's like, no, 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 they got to go. The man's got to get out of the house, the woman, blah, 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 do you want to file charges, and blah, blah, you know, yeah. it's, it's blown out of proportion, sometimes way more than it should, and the consequences are way, way bigger. Right. You know, and maybe that, for this person over here in the minority communities that person is going to end up in prison whereas the other person never gets anything right they just go to their friend's house for the night so and i think that's that's where we are as a as a country we have created a world of no consequences trump is a great example of this i used to use trump all the time when we were abroad trump is a great example of Someone who does not take responsibility for anything that he didn't like. Right. But he takes all the responsibility and all the credit, all the credit for anything that he likes, even though he may not have had anything to do with it. Yeah. 
that is that's a very American idea. Yeah. And somehow that's got to get changed. But I don't think it's going to change. Like that change is not going to come without a whole lot of pain. Yeah. You know. I watched these parents come through. The ones with the ones with multiple children, it's more evident where there are zero consequences and <clears throat> the parents are just trying to make it through the day basically. But in doing that, they they have no idea that they're making their lives so much more difficult. There's no boundaries, there's no responsibility. There's no ownership. And that stuff starts at, you know, one, two years old. You have to give them those those boundaries in the in the tiniest of the people because that's where it starts. And if you let them go till they're 15, 16, 17 with zero boundaries, zero responsibilities, zero ownership of their own stuff, then we get people like your students and my employees. Now, I'm going to say this. I have some incredible staff members who work really hard and who are professionals, but then I have a couple who are just not. Well, I, I guess I know what kind of crunch every all businesses are in, especially the the childcare industry. Yeah, it's in really country. it's really brutal right now. But. But that shouldn't to me, allow them. To me, to me, I'm with the shaking of the tree. Me too. I, 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 that was one of the things that, that was very, very clear to me that while marching at, at Tuskegee, you always knew Dunk did not need you. Right. You and that's the thing. I don't that. need them. I. Yeah, but you do. No, I don't need that. I, I need no, no, something no. else. You I need, need them because they're there now. Whereas, but they're not I there consistently. Up, but I came up with that idea never being a possibility. Like there was nothing about my existence that was necessary yeah. for the marching, yeah. for the band to continue. Yeah. Now, granted, the whole drum section could disappear, and he would still go out there. Yeah, it didn't matter. We don't need, if you're not going to do the job and you're not going to do it to the highest quality, the best that you can do it, stay home. Don't come here. Don't, don't even waste your time. And see that, that's a kind of an old school mentality, but I think it's an old school mentality that should continue if you're looking for excellence. Yes. And that's the, that's the thing that I think is missing the most is this idea not, it's not just, oh, he's just a hard ass. No, it's he wanted excellence all the time. And if you're not going to, if you're not going to do that, don't come. Right. Now, yep. you're not, you may not be perfect, but you should be doing the best that you can do at any moment in time. Exactly. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to take anything less than your best. Right. See, that was, those were all things that. Sports taught us. Yeah. Uh, marching band taught us. Uh, being in all the other performing arts yep. teaches you that you don't come to practice and loaf around. You don't half-ass it. Nope. You practice hard 
so that when you get in the game, you are able and have the ability to do whatever it is you need to do for the group, the well, larger also, dynamic. It also taught us how self-reflection. It taught us how to take criticism. It taught us how to work towards a, a well, larger I goal. It, I really don't know if it, it taught us how to take criticism because we were never, we never, especially in sports, you were never being constructively criticized. You, you were, were in band, You were though? belittled. You were, you were treat. You have to remember, we grew up in a different time. I, w- I didn't grow up in a time where, where the person cared about your feelings. Yeah. You know. Well, being when a- you get a guy that's sitting there on a microphone going, "What the hell are y'all doing? Yeah. What, is, what is wrong with y'all? Why are you, why are you just, why are you doing this in front of everybody? Yeah. We, there, was, there was, there was no version of." Of basketball, baseball, football, middle school, high school, university, band, that it was, oh, we're here to protect your feelings and make you oh, feel I'm good not about it. No, but you are, no, because constructive criticism has to take all of that into account. I, uh, well, I, it, I don't think so. Well, it because does. It I, has to. You have to, you have to be knowing, you have to know where that person is coming from so that you're trying to take them from step one to step three, and you're trying to give them the criticism that's going to allow them to step on step two. I don't know that anybody ever considered my feelings. When well, they that's were, what I'm saying. We didn't grow up saying, with that. You know, you were flat in this note, and you were, you know, no, but what are sharp they, in this one. Well, what were they telling and, you? You need to fix yourself. Yeah, but they never well, said it that way. But, that's, but it's the same idea. It wasn't, oh, we're going to blah, 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 and then, no, no, hell no. You are flat. If you can't, if you can't fix it, you're getting out of that first chair. You're getting out well, of that first a... seat. You're getting out of that that role, and we're gonna move you over here to, to that third part, or we're gonna move you over. Right. Here. You understand? Yeah, I your mean, if you can't, gone. You, you're, you're right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're gonna have these things taken away from you because you can't do the performance. Right. Period. But we didn't clap back. Of course not. There was no such thing. And that's where... If you did, you were out of the thing. Right? Right? Which is You were gone. You were out. It's like, like, so you don't think that you should... I had a student that they were doing conditioning who said that they told the coach they weren't going to do something. And I I looked at him and was like, you better be glad that you're playing today because if you would have even thought to tell the coach that you weren't going to do something, or if you're going to halfway do it, you have already not made the team. Nope. Don't even t- there's no. Tryout. I mean, it's, it's like I'm just gonna just tell you at the end of. You don't look like you want to be here. Are you sick? No. Okay, then you need to just not come back. Don't waste your time. Don't you're waste wasting, my time. You're wasting your time and my time. Yep. I don't need. I don't need this. I need people that are gonna come here and be serious about playing the sport or doing the thing. Yep. Yeah. It's. It's that that. The clapback, I just wow! Like, where does this come from? Like, it comes from teachers and punk ass parents and punk ass parents. But it comes from teachers who have allowed this kind of conversation to happen in the classroom from people who don't really—they're not really teaching them to understand what they're doing. They just—they're just letting them spout off at the mouth and that's what we were told you can't do that yeah we couldn't do that you don't like, get even, to just say 
Even Whatever. our children don't do that. We have conversations with our children. Okay, don't put us into it. But the, I'm talking about what we grew up with and what they're growing up with. What they're growing up with is something different, and it's our generation that is allowing them to do it. Yes. And then there's us. There's the people like us that are like, no. No. That's not a thing. That's Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Right. <laughs> no. This is not a thing that you will ever do. Because they, they ask me all the time, oh, your kids must, they, 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 you, you must have beat them all the time. Really. No. I didn't. didn't I didn't hit, need to. didn't hit our children. But I didn't need to. Nope. Why didn't I need to? Because I didn't allow them to do any of the things that you think is normal for you to do. Right. No. Yeah, no hitting of the children. Not necessary. Well, it's not necessary if you hold them to a certain standard and you never let them... You Fall never down. let them deviate from that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. Yep. There's... See, when you have... When you're creating your own standards... Or if you're dealing with people that are not enforcing any standard uh-huh. and there's no consistency, then yes, you're going to find all kinds of weird ways to get what you want to get. And children always do try to get what they want to well, get. My boss was telling me that her children go to a private school in, in the Detroit area. And uh, she was telling me that she keeps getting these emails from her son's teacher because her son talks in class all the time or like he's uh, he calls it tricking but he's basically being mean to his friends and he's like hopping over the desk instead of walking around and sitting in the chair he's five and so she's like I keep trying to talk to him and tell him these things are not I said talk to him my my foot like there's no there's there's words but the words do not come over a phone call saying, oh, honey, you can't do these things. Th- that's not how this works. But see, he's five. He's five, and he's if already, he's doing it now. He's already, he's already learned how to play the game yep. to get what he wants, and he's already figured out that he nothing's going to happen. Yep, and then her eight-year-old calls crying because mommy's not there to pick out her outfit because she's at work in another city. And I was like, boy, they really know how to manipulate you already. And she's like, you think so? And I was like, yeah. You just she's don't. also coming from a different culture. True. Well, it matters because, but, you know. I, no. True. It's true. Absolutely not. I'm telling you, man, I'm, I, the way I. The parent that if you want to see the, the idea of what. A parent should be of parenting is good times. That's the idea. Florida would talk to people, but when that ass needed to be whooped, she wasn't. She had no problem with bringing harsh consequences to her children. Now we've gotten away from spanking, beating. Some of us have. Oh, I, I think that there are more spankers in the world than there are not spankers. Yes, but they're I, but they're beating with no purpose. Yeah. And and that's kind of what all of us grew up with was that idea of I'm just gonna smack the shit out. You of had you. a bad report card. I'm going to beat you. It's yeah. like one. How does 
what does that do? That makes me work harder just to not get the beating. Right. But not really to learn. It just, I, I, that means I'll do anything to to get the good grade, but that doesn't mean learn. That doesn't mean right. do well in school. That really just means I'll do anything that I can do so that I don't get the beating. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think there's some of us that... And the parents are really not spanking to teach them anything. They're spanking but because they're are never angry anything. and frustrated and irritated and fed up. And, yeah, I know, but that's what it always is. Yes, they shouldn't. That's why... You, an, overseer, you an overseer is not teaching a slave. You shouldn't be hitting a child because you're angry. Well, why not? You're the damn if, adult, If bro. that's the culture that you come from, hitting people, they... they Hitting people when you're angry is what you do. And then we look. I we just tell watched it. a video of a, a girl in uh, high school hitting the teacher, pushing the teacher. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? No. It's like, and no. then the teacher grabs them and takes them out of the room, and then they want to ask the question: Is the teacher wrong? Hell no. No, the teacher's not wrong. But nope. the teacher is the one that's going to have the worst consequences. Yep. They're the ones going to lose their job. Exactly. They're going to lose their license. They might go right. to jail. But wait, they're sitting there, and this is with the other side that I don't like, is they're sitting there, reco- like the students are recording these things now. Right, instead of saying, well, what are you doing? Knock it off. No, the t- the students about? are just watching this all happen. Of course. that Like, like when Karens go crazy on well, Don't put stuff, me in this shit. I'm, you're not, I hope. I'm not one of those people. Right. When they go crazy and, you know, Roland's got his crazy ass white people or whatever, and people are all just sitting there, just sitting there recording it. You know? I, I, I don't know. I, I think there's the people that think like we do are our age. Yeah. And the people that came behind us, they're few and far between and the next group they don't have any of that stuff no and that's going to be problematic that's going to be bad um it's going to be bad for a lot of different reasons because you have to have a certain i think you have to have a certain mindset in order to be a good voter yeah to be civically minded, you have to have a certain mindset. And and it's funny because when we talk about founding fathers and all that stuff, they knew that. Mm-hmm. That came out of what John Locke. That came out yeah. of out of having an informed electorate, and that's why they didn't want anybody who didn't who wasn't of a certain class because class meant education. Right. They didn't want anyone of a certain class even having the ability to vote because they they really couldn't understand what they were doing. Right. You know, and I think we've lost the ability to understand what nuance is. Yeah. And they don't under, uh, even these high schoolers, when I was in high school, we were, we, even in a simple fashion, could understand that there were multiple sides to a thing. Yeah. And that maybe I hadn't thought about that yet. And that's what you kind of relied on the teacher to do, was to come up with that thing that you hadn't thought about and make you go, oh, wait, oh, no, that, that's different. I hadn't considered that. Right. 
Now, it's if you come up with that thing, you're the bad person for coming up with the alternative idea. Yeah. The, the, and students mock you for knowing more. It's so weird. It's like, but that's why you're here. You're not supposed to know everything. If you knew everything, you wouldn't need to come. Right. I keep I keep harping on this idea like it's and, and I don't know what the other teachers are doing. Because I have a feeling because they're all white teachers and these are all black and brown students with a couple white M&Ms stuck in there somewhere that they're they're not saying to them you're supposed to know this. You're supposed to be thinking this way. They're just letting them say what they say because they're just trying to they're trying to get through the day. They're navigating the minefield that is high school. Mm. And that's what they're doing. They're not really wanting to step on any toes. Whereas I walk in and I'm just like, I'll step on all the toes. I don't care. Right. But I don't care because y'all can't be right all the time. Right. If you were right all the time, then you would teach the class. Like you don't, what would be the point of you being here if you knew it all? Right. Either teach it or go use it at the next level. Yep. Whatever that next level is. And unfortunately, I, I think there are too many people that are, and it's parents, it's school boards, it's the general public, it's the business community that are just like, oh, we'll just, you know, loosey goosey. And, but then when they want to fire, 500 people at a time then it's oh we're firing all these people because they couldn't do this particular thing and we need people and they turn it back to education we need people that can do xyz and you're not getting them ready and then uh higher ed turns back to k through 12 and says well you're not doing a thing it's like guys none of you are doing it right and none of you want to do it because to do it means that you have to change, you have to shift the paradigm either back to some older thing or create some new thing. But you still got to have excellence. You still got to have rigor. Mm -hmm. You know, you still have to have academics over everything else. You know, you still have to have all of that stuff as your baseline. Right. And then you flower into all the other things. Yep. That's why I keep saying, like, here, there needs to be an alternative to parochial and public education. Yeah. Because I don't I, I don't think parochial schools serve anybody out anybody from outside of that particular religion, yeah. whatever that religion is for that school. It's not serving them. It's only serving the people inside of that religion to then continue on whatever that religion is, whatever they're coming in with. Yeah. They're, they're just continuing on. Okay, fine. That, that's kind of why they're there, though. But for everybody else, it's not doing them any real good. I mean, yes, there might be it might be good education as far as all the other subjects, but everybody can't do that because it has a certain cost, because it has limited spaces and all the other stuff. But here, there's no alternative. And you're telling me you go from bad schools, bad public schools, Ottawa, and, I don't know, Union, and, you know, that's it? 
the, those are your high schools in your system. Because all the other ones have closed? No, I mean, this school is a high school in this system. You gotta understand that. There are other schools. The problem is they're looking at each other going, we're not as bad as them. Mm-hmm. So we're okay. It's like, no, you're bad. Because let's look at your test scores. And right. let's look at your matriculation to university. And let's look at where, where do you go from here. And how do you match up with students across your state? How do you match up with students in the country? How do you match up with students in the world? And I think that in the world piece is really where schools... Uh, LEAs this is where they need to be focused because they're not focused on this stuff yet that we were thinking about by being abroad Yeah. you well, see they're not like doing it you need to partner with someone and open up a, a private school maybe I need to go and get that try to get the, the higher degree and management or whatever. Alright. Cause but I and honestly I don't I and I and I, I go back and forth in my head about it because who wants to work in an urban educational system that has all of this problem? Nobody wants There's to There's a lot of us that are able to do it, but who wants to do it? Who wants to make that their life? Well the teacher that I was that I follow, she posted something this morning saying that in her school district, teachers are walking off the job. Like, these teachers who have been teaching 15, 20, you know, years, 10 years, they're just walking out in the middle of the day saying, fuck it, I'm done. Because of the way that children behave, because of the way the parents behave, because now administration is saying you don't get your prep period anymore because we are short of teachers and now you've got to do all this stuff, but then, you know, make sure your lesson plans are on time and now you're going to have to do virtual this and virtual that on top of teaching. And they're, they and they already have to work a second job to pay their bills because they're not getting paid enough. So she's like, be nicer to your teachers. We're working two jobs. We work, you know, 20 hours a day. I don't think people are really feeling that yet. You don't think so? No. I think they, they, they're feeling it when, like, here, they've had to close schools. Uh, they closed, I know, one school, one high school got closed because the amount of teachers that were out because they were sick. Yeah, Aaron said his school is closing for two days because of that. But they're looking at it like it's a small event because of COVID. They're not looking at it like we don't have enough teachers in the system. Yeah. And then, I mean, they've got all these subs. Uh, If I showed you the list, well, you can see it if you go into the system. I log into my thing. The amount of jobs that come up every single day, I mean... And there aren't enough subs for those, right? Right, there's not enough subs. And they're always got a big group of people going through becoming new subs. Yeah, you get But they still don't have 30, 40 a week. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like... It's un... But you have people in those groups like me who went through the orientation, got the fingerprinting, got cleared, 
but then I got a job, a full-time job, before I could even make it. I don't think it. there is a lot of people There like actually that. are There's quite some. a bit. There's some. Like, I had a grandma pick up on Friday who was asking me if I knew anybody that wanted to be a sub because she taught um, kindergarten and first grade for 35 years. And they just emailed her asking her if she would come back to the classroom. She said, do you know anybody who can be a sub? This, you know, these school districts are so desperate. And I said, my husband is a sub. I went through the process to be a sub, but got this job literally days before I was going to, the day before I got my permit stuff. So I'm out. And I said, and I know a lot of the people that were in my orientation group were student teachers. So they automatically are off the list. Well, they're not off the list. They're just... They're stuck in a. They're stuck to a school. Yeah, but she was saying her granddaughter classroom. graduated from Hope, started subbing the first day of school. She subbed. She subbed for three days and was hired permanently at that school as a sub. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that's what's in this in this environment. The sub system is another company. And then the, the district or the school does not have to absorb all of the cost of having another employee. Right. Um, which is not really great because in, as a sub, you don't get paid very much money. It, and no, you really don't. So, but I mean, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, after the summer and dealing with that program and watching the students, which is funny because the two students that attended the school that I'm in now that were in that STEM program in the summer, uh-huh. I have not seen them. You saw one of them, though, once. Right? I haven't seen them in weeks. Oh, dear. Either one of them. Which is really interesting to me. Um, so I don't even know if they're even at the school anymore. Huh. But I... It does still... It's still a management issue. Yep. That similar to what we were facing when we were abroad, but I think the political climate is such that nobody wants to really rock the boat at all. Nobody wants to really solve the problem yep. of education and the problems that are are happening. They don't really want to dive into it because when you dive into it, it seems way too big. Of an issue, and you end up going backwards, working yourself backwards, all the way to what are we doing in kindergarten to not have teachers today? You know what I'm saying? What did we do 20 years ago I can in tell kindergarten you. that now we're in this situation where teaching is? I, I had an administrator come to me and say, I don't know how teachers do it because he had to stay in a classroom. For a whole day. Has he never been he a was, teacher before? He, I think he said he was a teacher, but he was like, that's why he got out of teaching, is because they weren't getting paid enough to do all of what was being asked of them. And he was like, yeah, this is why I don't do this. And it's yeah. like, yeah, this is why most men don't do this. But we need more men in yeah, early you, childhood. No, no, no. We need more men across the entire spectrum of education. Oh, Absolutely. And not just at higher ed. Right. Where it seems like there are more men. I, I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know. But I know that women are outpacing men in getting 
degrees past bachelor's. Yep. You know, um, which is kind of not, I don't think is all that good because now master's is the new bachelor's. Right. Well, one of my employees, she's in her last, January starts her last semester of her, um, is it zoology maybe? Her degree. And then she's like, and I'm, I guess I'm just going to suck it up and do the master's program. And I said, why? Why are you doing master's? Why not just go to Ph.D.? And she said, well, you have to get your master's first. And I said, that's a lie that they tell you to get more money. You can apply to Ph.D. programs. Now, if they take you, they take you. If they don't, then maybe you have to get a master's. But you don't have to get a master's to go towards your Ph.D. She had no idea, which most people have no idea. So she said this weekend she was going to be looking into Ph.D. programs. I don't want to lose her. She's a phenomenal teacher, but this isn't her field. Like, she wants to go into, you know, work with animals and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I. But I'm all about people going and getting as much education as they want to get. Yeah, but that, I think that's kind of the problem is we're, we've created a system where we have really good higher ed substandard K through 12. Oh, it's really disgusting. awful early childhood. Yeah. And then we have a weird system for workers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like I don't need any of this education to do the job I'm doing. Like I didn't need to have a bachelor's degree to work at Old Kent or Fifth Third. None of what I did needed a degree. And most of the people that were teaching me to do my job did not have degrees. And yep. most of them didn't even go to university because they had been doing, they had been working for all those years. Yep. So they never went. It was not a thing that was necessary. Yep. They had on the job training. My sister and makes like $160,000, $180,000 a year. She has no classes, not one single solitary class outside of high school. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. She works on a professional environment I don't under, I don't get it most jobs really don't I mean if you're going to become an accountant honestly yeah you need to understand accounting practices and that's at higher education okay great but to be a customer service agent no you kind of don't need that to to do I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna do anything in let's say software or engineering or computers yeah you need some education but that could happen in a training uh, vocational situation as yeah, opposed right. to a four-year university degree. You know, it's, it's not necessary. I don't need to take the English classes and all the other stuff, you know, PE and all that at but university why do in order I need, to get that. Why do I need six math class classes to teach early childhood? I don't. I don't need uh, them. Uh, she's that really smart Doogie Hauser kid. He's taking calculus at five. Well, good for him. Maybe he could. But teach no, you got to be teaching him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I. I am very disillusioned with everything that I've seen so far, and it's it's worse now because in the places that we were, you don't expect them to do any of these things. Right. And here, you do expect it to be done, and you find out it's still not being done. Yeah. And that's the saddest and, part. And you find out that 
things that used to be done, used to be the norm, are no longer there, and they look at you like you've sprouted a second head from your nostril. Yeah, when you when you say this was this is how it used to be. Well, I mean, I had kids that that they were like they were. I was like, um, you know, she should do something if you know you broke her thing. There should be some kind of consequence for you for doing that. And one of the girls was like. She won't do anything. That we know that she won't do anything. And I was like, she should. And then everybody looked up, and then we're all like, really? I was like, yes. It's like, what are you talking about? Of course they should. Of course there should be consequences for your actions. And the fact that they were surprised that someone said that there should be consequences, not that consequences have been met out, just that it should happen. That was the surprising thing for them. The norm. This is this culture. Like, I can say anything online. I keep trying to tell kids, stop trying to make TikTok videos in your classroom. <gasps> because it's your classroom. And everybody can see it's your classroom. So that means if you're making TikTok videos in your classroom, you're not doing your work. Oh and you're just providing the proof that you're not doing your work in class and what they told me everybody does it it's like but that's not a reason for you to do it it's not a reason for you to do it you know that's a reason for you not to do it because it's not permission to do it I've told you don't do it when you don't listen when they come to me and say, why is it that we have students that are on TikTok and they're in our school? I'm going to say, because you guys allowed them to do it. Or they did it on their own. And the teacher is usually in the room. Yep. You know? And it's just like, okay. This is the world that you want. Because I've been saying, don't do it. Stop doing it. You know? I said that to somebody I was like... They were, I was like, uh, I said something like, I was on Facebook or something. It was like, yeah, you can, you know, because there's no reason for me to hide anything because most of the stuff is, it's public information. Right. It's already out there. And and they were like, really? You had, you don't care if we, why would I? You could, you could look up my, you know my name. You can look up my name in Google. You'll find out whoever, whatever you want to know, you can find it out online. Why do you think that what you do online is private? It's not. I was like, y'all are the ones who put all your bad decisions on display on the internet. Yep. See, all of our bad decisions happened before there was a minability yeah, for the internet. So there was, no, there was no there was no recording of any no, of that nonsense. There were no photos. There's nope. no video. Nope. Unless somebody had a camcorder. There was nothing is out there. And even then, if they had a camcorder, it's not on the internet, most likely, because... Well, you know. it could be. but I mean, but, you know, that somebody would have to put it on there. But, I mean, almost all of the stuff that we, we did, uh, the parties, the... All the all the stuff of university or high school or whatever, none of that is captured and held in the internet for us. Nope. But it is for the next generation. They yep. all their stuff, everything that they've done from their parents' pictures and videos of them when they were little, 
up to when they're in high school or, or college and whatever they're getting into, they're now providing. And it's funny because when we were in school, or at least for me, mm-hmm. I always thought I didn't want to put anything. I didn't want any proof of anything that I had done. Because, you know, one day I might want to run for president. You always right, had that right, thing in yeah, your head. Right. It's like, I didn't want people to know. I might want to run for office, anything. so let's not. Yeah, know. but you would just think it. Like, I don't really have a real desire to run for office. But you you didn't want it, something to come back to haunt you later. Well, it also made you not do the things that could, you know, right. potentially hem you up. Right. Too. So, but these kids... They're literally recording it and then posting it and thinking that it's not going to come back to haunt them. It's like, you know it's coming back when you want to get that job, when you yep. want to, you know, get yep. into that school, when you want, you're, it's all public and it doesn't disappear. Nope. <laughs> It's not going anywhere. Nope. And see, I don't think people understand. I deleted it off my page. That's nice. It's still on the internet. Yep. If it was on there at one time, it doesn't go anywhere. So you make a bad decision. You make a drunken decision. You send the text message. I mean, yeah, it's all retrievable. It's mm-hmm. all out there. Yep. Dumb. All right, we got to stop this. That's enough. That's enough of this for the day. It's 6.03. All right. That's enough. There's pizza upstairs if you want some. Pizza? Uh-huh. Pizza? Yeah. Vegan pizza here is terrible. There's no cheese on it. It's not delicioso. Your pe- the vegan pizza here from the one place it's you like. delicious. I thought you liked it. No, it's all I could have. Oh, well, there's a different one up there. Is, is mine more but delicious than the ones I make? Probably, yes. That's because you're making... I make the dough from scratch. And and you have the vegan cheese, and it gets cooked on it, and you can spice it, and all that kind of stuff. It's not just laid on top of it at the end. Sorry, I Got anything else for the people? No. I hope I'm not too tired to do all the cooking I want to do. When you cook? I was gonna you do cook it on Thursday. Thursday morning. Yeah, well, you'll, you'll sleep. You yeah. gotta get up early. I woke up late today. I got up at seven ten. I slept in. Woo! Yesterday I got up at six something. I overslept because you know, five o'clock. You said overslept. All right. If you want to follow the traveling fars, you can find. Maybe we should change our name. What are we gonna? We call shouldn't us? be the traveling fars anymore. What are we gonna call? We should us? be called the sedentary fars. I don't want to be sedentary. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that means we need to go do stuff. Okay, but we need a car to go do it. Exactly. I'm working on it. Get on it, chop chop. Make the money. Okay. Because. You know, we need that. If you want to follow the traveling fars, maybe a new name coming. Uh. 
You can find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever awesome podcasts are sold for free at The Traveling Fars. If you like the Instagram or the Twitters, you can find us at Traveling Fars. If you want to email us, you can email us at travelingfars at gmail.com. Karen will respond. I'll try my best. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> maybe on the weekend. And if you want to... Oh. Uh, check out the blog space. TheTravelingFars.Blueberry.net No E's in the blueberry. You can find us on... I'm giving her the side eye. Patreon slash oh TheTravelingFars. Or you can find us on GoFundMe, The Traveling Fars, and Etsy, Fars Cards, all one word. Etsy.com slash Fars Cards. You can also find us on Spreadshirt. All the links are on our social medias. They are. So head on over and get your holiday Fars merch. Holiday Fars merch? Yeah, we got holiday merch? Yeah, we, we do. We do? We do? We have we have merch. Oh, before What we, holiday merch do we have? We only have Halloween up there. But we have a No, we don't. On the Spreadshirt? Oh. Yes, what we spreadshirt? Do. What Spreadshirt Halloween stuff do we have? There's some up there. I don't know about that. We're going to try to post some stuff this week <clears throat> and get it up there uh, bags like we talked about earlier and there's some other items and artwork and stuff that we've made that aren't on all the that are not in the in the Etsy shop yet. So we're going to try to get everything. All Everything that we've gotten that we have made is out there uh, hopefully by the end of the week. Before we go, happy 21 years. What? Yeah, you did that and now everybody's sitting there saying happy anniversary. It's, it's our anniversary. Look, you got to tell people this is not a wedding anniversary. I didn't say it was our this wedding anniversary. This is not a first meeting anniversary. This is a first date anniversary. It says of 21 years together. It doesn't I say know, married. I know, but doesn't you, no, 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 no. You know that people read that and they don't read. And so then they think it's a real wedding anniversary. And it's like, no, that was a few months ago. Our wedding anniversary is in August. Right. But our first date anniversary is today. 21 years is a long time. 56 to 7 is a big loss. <laughs> That's terrible. Ohio State beat Michigan State. That's awful. That's all I got to say about that. That's sad and pathetic. Now, here's the thing for those that love college football. What's going to happen if Michigan beats Ohio State? Oh, dear. I don't think it's going to happen. But what would happen if Michigan beat Ohio State? Because you know they play in the big house. <sighs> oh, yeah. But I have a feeling they're going to get blown out in the big house. But that's a whole other thing. All right. That's it. Bye, folks. Say goodbye to people. Happy all-you-can-eat day. What? Happy all-you-can-eat day. All-you-can-eat day? Yeah. Yeah, please. Happy football day. All-you-can-eat and football. Enjoy those, uh, that that high-powered game from Chicago Bears and the (laughs) the Detroit Lions. (laughs) I don't think they have... I don't think they have five wins. Between them? Between them. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe everybody should watch basketball. All right. That's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs)
that'd be the new the new thing. Basketball instead of football and Thanksgiving. <laughs> basketball. Yeah, it's all basketball. Alright, that's it. Bye. So lackluster. Sorry, I'm tired. Bye. Bye. Peace. Sadness. Such sadness. Touch up.